Welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you, allowing other people to feel amazing too. And you light up the path before you. You have a clear sense of vision and direction. So the Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little bit of insight and some positivity to your day. And today is no different to that. We are definitely on a mission to do that for both the young and the young at heart, of course. So we have been looking at Ignition and the Ignition program, giving a little bit of insight and inspiration about what that whole process and program delivers for our clients. And we've looked at fuels and we've looked at flow and we've talked a little bit about travellers. We've got started on the journey and empowering people to discover who they really are, what they're naturally gifted and talented at and what puts them in flow, what they find challenging and what puts them out of flow. Today, we are going to look at you, your magnificence. Love that word, don't you? We're talking about magnificently building on that sense of identity and knowing who you really are at a deep level. This module within the Ignition program is probably about the most impactful and I regularly hear our travel guides sharing stories about the massive progress their clients have made because of this particular section. So I'm going to guide you through it if you've got a pen and paper or some post-it notes um, as I talk you through the process, do keep pausing me and capture the information as we go. Do the exercise with me. If not, enjoy listening to it and come back to the recording and do it as an exercise for yourself so you get to create your magnificent me by the end of it. So magnificent me is about having a clear vision of who you are. Do you have a clear vision of who you are right now? Would you love to be able to design who you really are? Have you ever asked yourself that question and waited long enough for the answer? Who are you really? When somebody asks you who you are, what do you answer? Your name, uh, your name and your job title, your role in life. I'm a mum, I'm a brother, I'm a sister, I'm Joe's auntie, whatever those I ams are. They're great titles, but who are you really underneath all that? You see, The two most powerful words in the English language are these, I am. They're small but mighty, right? I am. It dictates your identity and your unconscious mind has no choice but to be congruent with the identity you give it. Incongruency is devastating to the nervous system. So when people are living a lie, i.e. being incongruent with who they really are, it will very often show up in their health health challenges, fatigue, weight gain, depression, anxiety, etc. The thing is, though, we use I am all day long, don't we? How many times do you say I am without even thinking about it? Or the words that we're using because it's just habit. Words create our reality. Think about that. The words you use in your mind or out loud to describe how you feel or describe a situation, make it real for you. And you create the emotion around it depending on the words that we choose. I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm stressed, I'm excited. The challenge is so that your unconscious mind, the most powerful part of you, does not set the direction 
Your conscious mind is the goal setter. Your unconscious mind is the goal getter. Your unconscious mind follows the direction that you gave it. It's just like a genie in a lamp. You say, I am. It says, as you wish. So, wait, 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 wait a minute. You say, I am happy. It says, okay, let's be that. You say, oh, I'm depressed. It says, okay, let's be that then. You say, I'm excited. It says, whoa, let's be excited. You say, I am ill. It says, oh, your identity is a form of belief. I wonder, though, how many beliefs you have about yourself that actually may not be true anymore. Or with things that we believe from our parents, teachers, peers about who we were that may never have been true at all, just their opinions that we heard so often we believed it and now we don't even question it but keep perpetuating it. This exercise will start to reveal those beliefs and we'll maybe use them later for another exercise too. Once they're in our conscious awareness, we can decide if they're true or not and then consciously choose who you want to be for the future. How awesome is that? So let me tell you a little story <laughs> about some of the beliefs that we've been holding on to and never even questioning because they're true. Reflect on this. How might this relate for you, to you? So we had a young man on one of our residential courses. Let's call him John. <laughs> and John, on the first day, chose me as his coach. Every day they had coaching sessions. And so we get into the coaching session. I say to John, before we start, John, let me ask you a question. Tell me five things about you. <laughs> well, actually, I meant to say five amazing things about you. Left a very important word out. Now, if I had said that word, I would have got a very different answer, right? But I didn't. But don't. Can we tell me five things about you? He said, I'm fat, I'm lazy, I'm stupid. I was like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. I forgot to include that important word amazing. Too late though, right? They just tumbled straight out of his mouth. That told me those were things that he said to himself over and over and over again because they just came out so fast. Now then, I'm fat, I'm lazy, I'm stupid. I actually could not argue the fact that he said he was fat. John was a big lad. I don't know how many stone he weighed, well over 20 at the age of 18. He was a big guy. Lazy. Well, I didn't know he was lazy. I'd only met him that day. Stupid. I could pick him up on that, though. And I said, so, John, tell me why you believe he's stupid. He said, well, everybody always says so. Well, if you know my friend Bob, you'll know that that is a huge generalisation. It really tell me which does it. So I said, who's everybody and when do they say it? He said, well, my teachers used to say it to me at school like pretty much every day. Um, my mum and dad are split up, but when I do go and see my mum, she calls me stupid. My dad's called me stupid three times before I even left the house this morning, so it must be true. So I look at John and I kind of like look at him, head a bit on one side like, mm, okay, so let me test that, shall I? So if I said, John, you're green, would you be green? Is that what you mean? I said, like, the colour green, would you be green? He's like, no. But John, if I said to you like over and over, you're green, 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 would you be would you be green? He's like, no. I know, but John, go with me here. Like if I told you every day 
for the next 365 days, a hundred times a day. You're green, 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 green. Would you be green? It's like, don't be so ridiculous. Of course I wouldn't be green. So now what you're telling me is just because people say it over and over again doesn't make it true. Because, like, sorry, the guy that I was having a negotiation with earlier in the day about cigarette breaks, well, actually put forward some very intelligent arguments for cigarette breaks. So, sorry, busted, can't believe that's true. So, sometimes, because we've said it over and over, I believe there's only something that you say so many times that you stop questioning it. He clearly had stopped questioning it. I caused him to question it. And every day as we went through that program, he was questioning, oh, actually, maybe it isn't true. Maybe I am more intelligent than I thought, creating a new empowering belief and identity. How awesome is that? So how many of these beliefs have just got embedded into your 60,000 thoughts a day and you stop questioning them? That is what we're going to find out today. Should you choose to play along with me, of course. (laughs) So in order to do it, you need to know the rules of the game, right? So this exercise is going to discover who you believe you are right now. We have not put different parts of our identity and the different roles that we play in life and through the emotions that we experience. So that's where we're going to begin. You are going to get some lots of paper or lots of post-it notes. And on each post-it note or line on your paper, you're going to write, I am, and then whatever comes to mind. And you'll use a different line in a different post-it for every I am that you write down. Now, because we have different parts of our identity and different roles, I'm going to talk you through each of those roles. And you just write down whatever comes to mind, the good, the bad and the ugly, right? This is, of course, a private exercise, even more so today doing it on a podcast. And I will not know what you're writing. I'll never see it. You don't have to write in and tell me. I'm not going to ask you what you wrote. That's because I don't want you to be filtering it by thinking, well, I can't put that down. What on earth will she think? I want you to be totally honest in writing whatever comes to mind, even if you don't like it, right? I'll never know. You just write it down. Keep your pen moving. Use as many post-it notes as you need or lines on your page. And don't worry if some get duplicated. Some I am's show up in many contexts. So if it keeps coming up, it's probably an important one. Just write it down. So are you ready? You've got your pen pen at the ready, paper at the ready, or post-it notes, even better, because here we go. Now then, of course, we're going to go through this quite quickly because I don't have you in front of me right now to see how much you're writing and when do you stop to know when to move on. So you pause me. And you keep pausing, press play when you're ready, capture all your I am's for all of the different roles. So the first set of I am's you're going to write down for yourself is who are you emotionally? What are the emotions that you feel on a regular basis? For example, I am happy, I'm sad, I'm optimistic, I'm stressed, I'm frustrated. What are they for you? There you go starting you off with some emotional I ams. So pause me if you need to. Capture all of them, the good, the bad and the ugly. 
And when you're ready, who are you as, who do you believe you are as a wife or a husband, a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Who are you as a wife or a husband, a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Write down your I am's. I am happy. I'm sad. I'm frustrated. I'm loyal. I'm so in love. I am unhappy. I am. What are your I am's as a wife or a husband or a girlfriend or a boyfriend? I'm connected. I'm taken care of. I'm caring and thoughtful. What are they for you? And when you're ready, here comes number three. Who are you as a son or a daughter? Remember, separate line or separate post-it note. It starts with I am, the good, the bad and the ugly. Who are you as a son or a daughter? I am the carer. I am playful. I am annoying. <laughs> Who are you as a son or a daughter? And when you're ready, on to the next role that you play. Who are you as a brother or a sister if you have siblings? Who are you as a brother or a sister? I'm the quiet one. I'm the rowdy one. I'm the black sheep of the family. I am the organiser. I am. And when you're ready for the next one, who do you believe you are as a friend? Who are you as a friend? We have different parts of our identity in these different roles, don't we? Who are you as a friend? I am. Out of sight, out of mind. I am. The connector. I am. Loyal, I am the party person, I am lonely, I am what what are your I am's? And of course, when you're ready, who do you believe you are as an employee? If you have a job, be that full time, part time, <laughs> who are you as an employee? Punctual. I am diligent. I am underappreciated. I am ambitious. I am. What are your I am as an employee? And when you're ready, who are you as a boss? Do you get to be the boss? Are you a bossy boss? Who are you as a boss? I'm fair. I'm a tyrant. I am a great delegator. I am. What are they for you as a boss? A 
And also, who are you as a leader? Who are you as a leader? I am inspiring. I am visionary. I am not a leader. I am a quiet leader. I'm a servant leader. I am a dictator. I am. What are your I ams? And you get to be the leader. Leader of the pack. <laughs> Who are you as a team player, team member? Who are you as a team member? I am a great team player. I am loyal to my team. I am frustrated. I am undervalued. I am valuable. What are your I am's as a team member? you're playing along then I'm expecting many post-it notes already or many lines on your page let's add to those with who are you in your health and fitness or your health and well-being I am fit I am fat <laughs> I'm energetic I'm apathetic I am toned I am chubby I am what are your I am's strong. I am overweight, underweight. I am. What are your health and fitness I ams? And who are you? Let's change direction a little bit, put your thoughts in a different place. Who are you as a student? We're all perpetual students, aren't we? So whether you are at school or at college or university as a student or whether you're just a student of life, who are you as a student? I am a lifelong learner. I'm curious. I'm inquisitive. I am studious. I am bored. <laughs> I am overwhelmed. What are your I am as a student? And of course, who are you as a teacher? You'll get to teach something to somebody on a daily basis, don't we? Who are you as a teacher? I am a good communicator. I am confident. I am knowledgeable. I am your I am as a teacher. The good, the bad and the ugly. Remember, if it comes to mind, you write it down. Who are you as a lover? <laughs> Who are you as a lover? I am adventurous. I am sexy. I am playful. I am shy. I am cautious. I am reserved. I am. Who are you as a lover? Passionate. Who are you spiritually? Spiritually, there's an interesting one. Hey, what does that mean to you? I am a Christian. I am a Buddhist. I am a Roman Catholic. I am 
Eurians. I am a child of God. I am a child of nature. I am connected to all things. I am one with the universe. What are your I am? I'm an atheist. I don't know what they are for you. Who are you spiritually? Now, for your grown-ups, you young at heart out there, who are you as a mum or a dad? Or maybe an aunt or an uncle. Who are you in those roles? A mum or dad or maybe an aunt or uncle. I am worn out, I hear some people say. <laughs> I am patient. I am infinitely patient. I am so in love. I am. Who are you as a mum or a dad or an aunt or an uncle? Who are you as a man or a woman? Who are you in your maleness or femaleness is am I okay to say that these days who are you in your gender identity there you go who are you in your gender identity thoughts on that and then finally who are you as an individual take away all of those hats that we wear those roles that we play those labels that we attach who are you just as an individual? Obviously, for us as travel guides, coaches in the Ignition Programme, we're going to tweak some of those depending on who we're working with, what age they are. Only give you the whole, uh, lo whole lot of them right there for you to do as an exercise. So I'm expecting big lists. <laughs> big list of good, bad and ugly or oh, stack of post-it notes by now and so what you're going to do next is go through your post-its or your list and question are they really true or did I just pick them up from somebody else maybe it was true once but not anymore decide if I could choose even just maybe what if I could choose which would I choose to take forward into my future and which would I leave behind you know, if I could, <laughs> create two piles. One for like, oh my gosh, I love this about being me. This is a keeper. <laughs> the other one like, this is not who I am. I am not taking this with me. It may have been true once. I forgot to question it in more recent years. Putting that in the no thanks pile. So go through, either create two piles of post-its or cross out all the things that you do not want to take forward into the future with you again. Pause while you do that and come back to me when you've got two piles or crossed out list. Because of course you get to choose. Now if this was a live programme, <laughs> we'd have been having you sticking your limiting beliefs or yeah, this is not who I am to tin cans tied to string to your ankles. We'd have set you off on an obstacle car course <laughs> and while they were clonking you on the ankles and tripping you up and getting you in a tangle. That's what limiting beliefs do, isn't it? And uh, by the end of that frustrating journey around the obstacle course, you would have realised it's costing you a lot. It is very painful and very frustrating to, frustrating to keep bringing these things that are no longer you with you. You'd have had the chance to replace them with more empowering beliefs attached to feathers, light as a feather as you float out into your future. How awesome is that? So if you've now got your two piles or you've got your lines crossed out, 
then if you've got your two piles of post-it notes, we're going to deal with the ones that you don't want to keep anymore. If you've written them out on a piece of paper, do this right now. Go through your piece of paper and rewrite out on a separate page all the ones that you do want to keep. You pause me and do that now. When you come back, what you're going to do with your pile of post-it notes or your page with the crossings out is get rid of them. So you have no choice but to move forward without them. This is a like one time only deal. Get rid of them. Don't send them to me because I don't want them. <laughs> I'm not having your limiting beliefs. So you can choose to do a number of things with them. If it is safe, put them in the fireplace and burn them or take them outside and burn them. Only if it's safe to do so. We do some, that sometimes. It is so cathartic to do that. Or tear them up into tiny little pieces and throw them in the bin. Or put them through a shredder. That's one of my favourite things to do in the office here. Put them through a shredder so they're gone, cannot be pieced back together again. Or another method of your choice and your imagination. But let's symbolically get rid of them. And then we come back to the I am. So you do want to take forward into the future. You can add to those. Who do you want to be? Who do you need to be to achieve the goals that you've set for yourself? What else do you need to add to your list of positive qualities that you are going to step into that you didn't remember yet about yourself and you need to add in? Are there qualities that you recognise in other people that you would love to have in your future? Because actually, if you can see it in other people, it already exists in you. People just reflect back what's in you. It's like looking in a mirror. And if it wasn't in you, you wouldn't be able to recognise it in others. So add any of those qualities now to your list. And when you have all of your positive I am's, you are then going to create for yourself an empowering identity statement, your magnificent me, using all those things on your notes. You're going to create it using transformational vocabulary to really make it inspiring and compelling that when you read it, you'll be excited about it, want to be it, it will create another piece of your compelling future. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be this. Now, you can do it as paragraphs, you can do it as a character and story or a play, you can write it as a poem or maybe a song, however you want to create it, it's yours. Now then, transformational vocabulary, I hear you say, what the heck is that? Using good words and turning them into great words, because words create your reality, you want to magnify them through the words that you choose to use. And so let me give you just a couple of examples of other people's magnificent me's that just like as you hear them, when you read yours, it should light you up inside because you're giving the direction to your little genie in the lamp, right? When you say I am, your unconscious mind says as you wish. So you want to inspire yourself to as you wish to become what you speak, to become what you create. Use your words to create your reality. So here are a couple of magnificent me's. So this is one from one of our coaches. I, Sandra, see here, feel and know that I am human. <laughs> I am equal. I am sunshine, light, love and laughter. I sparkle and glow and shine brighter now than ever before. I'm a purveyor of fun, laughter and humour and see the funny sound light side of many things. I am magical, creative, dynamic and I'm like no other. I am curious, a trailblazer and I will give almost anything a go. I am a world traveller and a lover of nature. I'm a lifelong learner and love to share what I've experienced. I love to listen to the stories of others and learn from them. I'm optimistic, positive and find the good in all things. 
I am caring, compassionate, and see the good in others. I am smart and intelligent, witty and wonderful. I aim to take the bundle that I am and share it to inspire others to be their best possible combination of I ams. I'm a change agent and determined to make a difference while on this blue planet that we call Earth. I am wildly successful, fabulously wealthy and eternally grateful for all that I receive. I am sensitive and an empath. I love and love deeply. I am perfectly wonderful and free to be me. I am enough. I am. How wonderful is that? I love that. Love that. So you get to create yours exactly the way that you want it to be. Speak what you want to become. You can make it a statement as Sandra did. You can turn it into a poem, lyrics to a song, create a rap, be a character in a playbook or a movie. It is yours. Write it in a way that inspires you. Use words that bring it to life and as it lights you up because your job once it's, well it's never really done is it because you can add to it at any time is to read it every single morning before you put your feet on the floor. Excited to be, oh my gosh, that's who I get to be today. Your conscious mind says, yes, as you wish. Read it before you go to sleep at night and let your unconscious mind integrate that as you're sleeping. How amazing is that? So I'll leave you to be creative, go off in your imagination, find those amazing words I'd love for you to share your magnificent me's with me. And you can do that by connecting with us uh, either through our website, www.backontrackteens.com, or you can email me, tj, T-W-E-J-A-Y, at backontrackteens.com. Love to see your magnificent me's and celebrate your amazingness in the world. So you have been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this, the spark to your success. Until next time, go and be magnificent. Bye for now.